On today's episode of the Creapax podcast, we plunge into the idea of whether or not insecurities are the reason to fuel our success and build confidence and how they can be ways to connect. If you guys have been enjoying the recent episodes, make sure you guys follow and share this with a friend and follow us on all of our socials below at the Creapact Podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening and let's get into today's episode. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to episode number 33 of the Creapact Podcast. I'm your host, Neil Patel, and on this podcast, we combine creativity and impact in hopes to give more than I can get. And for those of you who are new, welcome to this pod. On this pod, I talk about cool stuff that I care about. I talk about my life, some things that I've learned, and talk about some things that I hope can be of value to anyone that's listening. And I'm doing something pretty cool. I've uploaded a podcast every single day now for 32 days straight. This is my 33rd day straight, and we're trying to go for 365. My gut tells me I'm not going to be able to do it, but I'm just going to keep on pushing and see where it goes. So today's topic, we're talking about insecurities today. I feel like every day I talk about some deep shit. Well, that's what I like to talk about, so that's what I'm going to talk about. How do insecurities fuel success and build confidence? Well, first off, I think it's very important to define what an insecurity may mean. The Google definition of insecurity is uncertainty or anxiety about oneself. Uh, semicolon, lack of confidence, period. My definition of insecurity is knowing that you have shit that's messed up with you, whether it's the way you look, how you talk, if you stutter, if you're overweight, all of those things. No matter how messed up you are physically, mentally, emotionally, and not being able to do something about it or take action with what you want to do in your life because of those things. I think that's what insecurities are. Things that prevent you from doing shit. That's my definition at least. But the reason this applies to me and why it's important, a foundation that I try to lay in every episode of how each topic that I talk about relates to me. So here's a couple ways why this relates. I've dealt with insecurities my entire life. Ever since I remember, I have had deep insecurities that I'm afraid to talk about, share with other people, but I've gotten better. The older I've, (laughs) I talk like I'm 30, but the older I'm getting, I'm more open to talking about these things because it helps me connect with the person. And it's just what I've done and what I've gone through and what my life is every day. And I'm sure you guys who are listening have insecurities too. I just don't know if you guys have as many as me or less than me, but no matter how many or how little, everyone has insecurities. When I was younger, I used to be really fat, so I was insecure about that. And what I did about that was I played a bunch of basketball. I played a bunch of basketball in hopes that it would make me skinny, and it worked. And then after I got super skinny, I think I lost like 
40 or 50 pounds. I had horrible acne all throughout high school, which made things worse, honestly, for my confidence and insecurity. Because not only did I look like a stick, I, I, I looked like... I looked like Patrick from Spongebob, just like without the curvature of his stomach. So like I had a flat stomach, but I was like floppy everywhere. And I had a bunch of acne on my face. So that wasn't fun. That sucked. Um, And during that time in high school, I was trying to get good at basketball. So in eighth grade, I was on a basketball team and I was insecure about my abilities. Although I worked really hard, I didn't have any confidence on the court because I didn't believe in what I was able to do. That was an insecurity. And it showed when I played because I played like shit the entire season. I think I scored the entire season a total of 26 points. You know how bad that is? Steph Curry scores 26 points in a quarter. I have friends who played in high school, they scored like 20 and a quarter. And I'm just like, bro, I scored 26 the entire season. Long story short, I was trash. And even now, I gained a bunch of weight back, which I'm trying to lose now. I am to an extent insecure about it, but I'm just, I just live my life, man. I'm in the gym, trying to get better at it. I'm losing some weight. So it's been good. (laughs) And biggest one I've never been the best looking guy I have you know acne scars I have you know I'm overweight all those things so I don't want to make this seem like a like a pity show but I have insecurities we all do I'm insecure about the way I look in clothes um, the way I talk just a lot of things so what I've realized however as I've kind of been on this journey of like self-growth, just bettering myself, is that all of those insecurities is the exact reason why we should push forward in life. Because your imperfections are what make you whole. It's what makes me, me. And that is something that's super important to me. No matter what I struggle with, how I look, how I talk, all those things It's me. And if you're someone who's listening to this, whatever you go through, that's your story. That's your life. So, what if everything we've been led to believe about our insecurities isn't true? What if confidence truly is overrated? Does faking it till you make it really work? Other than in high school, of course, everyone faked it till they made it in high school, but <laughs> outside of that. And the reason I ask those questions is because I read the um, I read an amazing article on this and it said the following. I'm paraphrasing, but still. So here's what I feel like the truth is. I think society has so much emphasis on being confident in our everyday life, whether It's being confident the way you talk or the way you look, the way you walk, the way you present, the way you approach people um, in your writing, the way you express yourself. All of those things, right? Society wants us to be confident, which I applaud society for doing. Us being confident is important. But what about those who aren't? Are there really more benefits 
to being confident other than just feeling good. I feel like the lower the confidence is, it is the key to gaining competence. Which is the only effective strategy for gaining genuine confidence. Confidence that is warranted by one's actual competence. So let's break that down. If I have a low self, or not self-esteem, but a low level of confidence. If I'm someone who's just not that confident, it'll give me, and it'll give me the the want to become competent at something. So for example, when I sucked at basketball, I didn't have the confidence to play basketball, or not play, but when I didn't have the confidence to go out there and do what I know I could do on the court, it made me want to be that much better. And that feeling of me not being able to do good on the court is what led me to being in the gym for four, five, six hours a day. Did I get better over the course of like three to four years? Yes, I absolutely did. Now, <laughs> today I suck, but back like my senior year of high school and freshman year of college, I was solid. Like I wouldn't even say I was that good, but I was like someone like if you left me open, I'll make the shot. That's pretty much it. Um, I can handle the ball. I can't pass for shit, but I could shoot that thing. They used to call me Indian Curry in the streets. But aside from that, the genuine confidence that is warranted by actual competence. And that comes from knowing that you have to improve. And the more you tell yourself that you have to improve every single day and a little bit more and a little bit more, the confidence will come from knowing that you are competent and that you can do something. And in fact, most confident people who are just confident, right? They are deluded. I'm sure we've had friends who, you know, think that they are the best drivers and swear that they never crash and that they know X, Y, and Z about the roads and the street, about how to operate a car. I'm sure there's uh, teachers that think their teaching skills are better than average. And I'm sure a lot of teachers think that. I'm sure we've all heard of that one expert investor on social media who guarantees better returns than the guys next to him or any other guys in the market and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. All of those or those three are just small examples of confident people who are deluded to an extent. So I have two little nuggets. Yes, I brought back the nuggets. Nugget number one, we don't lack for self-esteem. What we often lack is the actual abilities that would back that self-esteem up. So one of them is realistic self-doubt. This is when we can be truly, brutally honest with ourselves. And this has worked for me in the past. I use it on this podcast every single day. Like right now, I'm giving myself like a 5.8 out of 10 on how I'm performing on this pod. But it is a motivating force because to a certain extent, just like being dissatisfied with yourself to 
not like an extreme extent, but to the point where it's like, fuck, I can be better. Honestly, is the best reason for wanting to improve because that level of dissatisfaction, right? Every, like when I wake up in the morning, every day, as of recently, ever since I've been doing this pod, it's like, okay, what kind of content can I put out there that was better than yesterday's? That is honestly what I think. So the people who are listening, they may be, or you guys who are listening, you guys may be thinking some something completely different. You guys may think I'm getting worse or I'm getting way better or the content is getting better. All of those things, but I'm constantly telling myself that I can do better. I'm dissatisfied. I can improve in every single aspect. And if you're aware that you have some sort of limitations and that you're open to feedback on how to improve, you want some sort of constructive criticism. You now know that there are things that you need to practice. And if you guys who are listening to this pod, I'm very open to those things as well. If you guys want to DM me or do whatever you want on either email me, DM me on all my socials, let me know how I can make this podcast better, how I can make it more entertaining, how I can make it a better listen for you guys. All of those things. I'm open to that because I know it'll help me gain competent or <laughs> competence in the podcasting world. And beyond. Number two, if you want to accomplish great things, you're better off being your own worst critic critic, than your own biggest fan. Now, of course, low confidence can be taken too far to an extent because I'll give I'll give an example on this pod. I can just almost not have the confidence to like pick up the microphone, but I have the confidence to know that I can pick this thing up and just talk. And I always say this may not make sense, may not always be the greatest thing that I'll talk about, but I have the confidence to just pick up and press record. Because some people are so focused on being perfectionists that they become like paralyzed in their self-criticism. And I am like that still in some aspects i become paralyzed with like the what i become self-paralyzed or like paralyzed with in terms of criticism i think i'm like that with the i think just yeah the content that i put out sometimes i just like overthink too much the stuff that i put out but yeah, I don't know. I can't really think of, of a better example right now on the spot, but I don't think I self-sabotage because I feel like most days I always have the confidence to just pick thing, pick this mic up and record. Like, for example, if you take if you take the knowledge that you won't give a perfect speech to an absurdist level, right, and never even try to speak in public. By all aspects, that will limit your career in all ways, shapes, and forms. But a healthy balance, on the other hand, of being sure of the things that you are objectively good at, but being willing to improve where improvement is possible. 
And for most of us, improvement is possible in many things, right? And that's why successful people know and it's how they become successful. They know that there's always something to work on. So that insecurity of being like, shit, okay, I know how to do that, but this can be better. It's funny, I was actually telling my um, partner this the other day, or actually yesterday, about how um, the work that she's in requires a lot of customer service and uh, communication and treatment. All of those things, I told her, I was like, look, after every single client, after they get up and leave and they pay what they have to pay, they give you they give you their tip, all that. When they leave, take a moment and think to yourself, it's like, how can that, how could have that gone better? Could I have talked better? Could I have done better on this treatment? Could I have um, talked about their interests a little bit more? All of those things, they matter. And she received that well. So, and I think the last little thing that I want to comment on this idea of insecurity is that people bond over insecurities often. It's seen as like a quote unquote, like opening up to someone when you tell them something that scares you or something you're not really confident about. And by making yourself vulnerable to that person's potential criticism, it's like a sign of trust in that relationship. And on that other hand, in terms of connecting, no one enjoys the company of a person who is completely confident to the point of arrogance, but it's also difficult to be around someone who consistently pushes the idea that they aren't worth anything either so that gray area of in between of like sharing the insecurities can often you know strengthen relationships when shared in the appropriate way in the appropriate setting so don't be like yo i'm a loser and i'm not good at anything but don't also be like yo i know everything just be in the middle. It's hard, but that is the best way to connect. Ladies and gents, that is my breakdown of why I think insecurity can fuel some sort of success and build a little bit of confidence in our day-to-day lives. Now, a little bit of an announcement. I am going to be posting my YouTube video and videos very soon on my YouTube channel at the Korea Pax podcast, which is like all my socials. So check that out. And honestly, a majority of it is going to be reiterations of this pod in some way, shape or form. It's me literally just sitting down, pressing record and talking about the things that I care about. Same concept, but you get to see my face. You get to see how nervous I am on camera. You may get to see my family in the background interrupting me. Or you may get to hear ASMR sounds of me drinking water because when I do these podcasts, my mouth is very dry all the time. And I never have water around me and I never take a sip, even though I tell myself that I will take a sip. I just don't. But yeah, just look out for that in the next couple of days, maybe week. I will be getting consistent on YouTube. I'm very insecure with my face and putting it out there and 
all of my mannerisms, but I'm sure y'all know enough about me on this pod through audio. So, hey, why not do it through video? Because that's the next step. So I'm going to get over that insecurity and help it fuel me. Guys, the gentleman's agreement. For those of you who are new, I do this segment or whatever you want to call it at the end of every pod where it is a reminder to the agreement that we had when you first started watching this pod. You first started watching this and you promised me that you will follow the gentleman's agreement. The agreement is the following. My end of the agreement is I give you a pod every single day, no matter how I feel, no matter what I got to do, no matter how late it is, no matter how early it is. There will be a pod at 7 a.m. every day. Your end of the agreement, just as important. Number one, follow this pod. Go to Spotify. Open up your phone. I know you're on your phone. Go to the homepage. Open up Spotify. Go to the search bar. Type in at the Korea Pact podcast and type or hit the follow button. And that follow button helps me jump up the ranks of the podcast world and the business world and all that good shit. And I get to the top. It may take some like half a decade or 10 years to get there, but just hit that follow button. Number two, give me a five-star rating. That five-star rating goes a long way. So whenever someone clicks their career packed podcast, they're like, oh my gosh, this has 13 five-star reviews. This episode may be good or this show may be good. Let me watch it. So if you guys can do that, I greatly appreciate it. And lastly, share this pod with someone who you feel may get some sort of value out of this or may help someone. Maybe it's you. Maybe you don't have to share it with someone. If you just want to listen to this for yourself, I don't blame you. Because not everyone may like my content. But if you know someone else out there that may benefit from it or get something out of it or may just see my name and want to hit me up or email me, whatever. Share this pod with them. Ladies and gents, that is all I got. Take care. Tell your family and friends and whoever you're close to that you love them. And that you're there for them. And go do something fun today. Make sure you smile. Make sure you um, help someone else out there. And I love y'all. Take care and I'll see y'all tomorrow. Peace.